Yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, carry me inside uh, the Lewis uh, They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a What up, what up? We're back with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. This is episode 51, a week 8 preview. It is also Nate's birthday week. Guess what? I am Nate. I am your host. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Naderate by 30 You can find our league at Taco Court Pod, also there on Twitter. Today I am joined by an old host, an old guest, an old friend, a neighbor, and... Things just got really squirrely for the last couple of weeks, so I had to do it all by myself, Tony. Tony Cosentino of the 58 West King Podcast. You can find him on Twitter at 58WKingPodcast. How the hell are you doing, Tony? It is my birthday. Uh, first of all, happy birthday week. Happy birthday week. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. happy birthday. I know it's coming up. That is fast approaching. Uh, I'm not sure when you're publishing this, so it might be dropped on your actual birthday. So I'll just say happy birthday. The last couple of weeks, I've been here. I've been available. You just haven't invited me on, and I don't I don't know what it is. There's some beef that I don't know about. You, you think Matt's going to give you better ratings or something? You know, he made some comments, and I don't know where we're at right now. This is awkward. I canceled Matt really quick. Not worried about the ratings with Matt. To be honest, I kind of want to publish them because they're kind of low. We got good ratings on that episode. The last one he did just because it was about emo bands and everybody's depressed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was, I listened it was, to it four it, times just because of the emo content. I'll admit. Yeah, that was, that was definitely it. I was like, Oh, who can name all the songs that are under underneath all the talk. Right. So, yeah. all right. So we're going to be going on with the birthday theme here, specifically talking about cake all day. With that being said, manager on manager, Tony, what's your favorite type of cake? This is easy for me. I didn't really know about this type of cake until I joined the military and went to a couple like retirement ceremonies because they only save it for like special occasions, right? I guess it's expensive. I've never bought one, but I've had it about a half a dozen times and this needs to be what's served to me in my retirement. I'm not, I don't know who's planning that. Someone's planning that. Are you planning that? If you're planning that, just make sure that at my retirement ceremony that you have Chantilly cake. Okay, carrot cake it is. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff is pretty good. Um, I remember we go over into Hawaii every now and then, and that was always the cake that was mm. brought to parties and stuff like that, so everybody gets super hype of, of it. For me, I'm I'm not really a white cake guy. I'm not chocolate cake guy. Don't really care for red velvet. That's a little too crazy for me. I've already done yellow cake, and that turned out terrible. So for me, it's all about the dulce de leche cake. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna keep it down and brown, and that's the kind of cake that Nate's going forward with for the rest of his life. Dulce de leche. That's about as down and brown as you can get, I think, in the cake. Department. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what is more awkward for you? We'll, we'll keep it on the birthday theme. Singing happy birthday to like a, a grown adult, or being the adult at the table, <laughs> being you know sung happy birthday too. Like, which one's more awkward for you? For me, it's always the one that is having it sung to me. When I'm sitting there and there's people standing all around me and everybody's like, 
do yeah. we really have to fucking do this? Like, we're here to drink, we man. We don't, we don't have, have to do this. this. So say happy birthday when you walk in. Give me a hug. Tap me on the ass. Let's go forward. Also, singing it. When you're singing it, you're just waiting for that one asshole who's like, cha, cha, cha. And you're like, yep, yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. douchebag in the group, right? So. <laughs> yeah. yep. I- I'm the same. I-, I-, I hate sitting there. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I, it's very awkward. Yeah. I already hate awkward situations. And I feel like that one is even more awkward. So I'm completely out of my element. I hate it so much. Yeah, it's the worst. All right, let's move on to uh, the league updates real quick before we get into the fun stuff. So moving on to this week's waiver period, three penis wine acquired CJ use. How did he say it? Use um, uh, is yeah. he, he had like a whole thing on Twitter about it, right? And I, I just saw it today or whatever. He's like, use um, uh, like Y-E-W for $420 dropping Philip Lindsay to do so. No other bids were made. Milford Academy acquired Ron, Randall Cobb for 300 and Brandon Bolden for 100 dropping the Broncos quarterback and Cole Komet to do so. No other bids were made. And you, Tony Patriot, acquired the Colts quarterback for six, dropping Nico Collins to make room. No other bids were made. Do you have any commentary on any of those waiver claims this week? I, I have Yuzuma in one of my other leagues, but I feel like I'm just chasing points. So I think that might be chasing points, but he dropped Phil Lindsay. So it's probably an improvement for his team overall. Uh, Randall Cobb, that's a good one. Devontae Adams and I believe Alan Lazard are both on the COVID list. Those guys play tomorrow. So that's a problem. Um, targets are going to be increased for guys like Randall Cobb, MBS. I don't know if Deami Brown's playing. Tanyan's there. So I like that one as a volume play for this week. And then Bolden, he got a lot of passing down work last week but i think mac jones threw the ball like almost 40 times like how many times is new england gonna be like that efficient on offense they put a a 54 points so i don't know i don't know about that one yeah Um, for me i have justin fields as my backup quarterback and he's just not doing it yet i think matt Nagy has to go before you know we can really trust justin fields as a fantasy quarterback option yeah i think so too uh the thing with the yuzuma thing is that he's already got Burrow, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon on his team, right? So mm-hmm. at what point do you just say, you know what, he may be the best waiver wire claim. I need a tight end, yeah. but I'm not going to go that way just for risk mitigation. You know, long term, I don't know how that turns out. I just didn't see why, you know. I think the thing that kind of stinks too is when you spend so much money and nobody else bid, yeah. right? So out of the waiver period, everybody that ended up picking up people, I think you ended up winning this one, just spending six bucks out of, you know, I don't know how much you have left, but a thousand. It, it really sucks to spend 420 bucks on a dude that you could have just bid zero. So I mean, I like this. the bid. That's the Colorado bid if I've ever seen one. Yep. All right. So moving into the week eight matchups here in Taco Four Fantasy Football League, we are going to be doing things a little bit different on how we pick it. We're not going to be going through the rosters. We're solely going to pick on who's got the best cakes. Matchup number one. Three penis wine, four and three, headed to the Eskimo Brothers, three and four. Three penis wine is currently favored by 27 points, 152 to 127 is the projection. Who do you got taken down this one based off their backsides, Tony? I think for this one, I don't have a lot of good angles of Nick's rear end. Mm-hmm. Josh, I did the I did that camera, like that calendar photo shoot with him. I think that's on your desk, right? Yep. Like you only have 12 pictures. I've got about a hundred pictures and you know, there's some stuff in there that he doesn't want the general public to see, but I've seen it. So I'm taking the Eskimo brothers in this one. He's got a nice rear end and I think it's nice enough to take down Nick as the underdog. I can understand that. So the thing is I work with Nick. I get to see him every day. I watch him walk past me. His desk is like just three feet in front of mine basically. So if I get there a little bit earlier because he's got to drop the kids off, I get a good view. I just like, peek my head to the left and right around the little T-wall and I'm good to go, right? And the thing with Nick is he's a little compact too, so it, it makes it a little bit more fun, right? He's got It's all just kind of put together. 
I kind of feel like Josh has one of those old man asses that looks like a golf ball a little bit. Like he's got random sporadic hairs that are like, that's where his like lucky hair is. Like everybody has like lucky hair that randomly grows like fast as fuck, right? Josh has that one like right at the top part of his ass crack. So I'm going to go with Nick here and the three penis one to take down this matchup. Matchup number two, we have two hot to handle, four and three headed to the murder boners, one and six, two hot to handle is favored by 34 points, 148 to 112 is the projection. Who you got here, Tony? Uh, going back to that other matchup, I Nate, some of us are into the old golf ball ass. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> uh, for Brandon and Octavio, it's Brandon. I mean, we know, we've seen his calves. I don't know if they're real. But what I do know is real is that big ass. So, I got Brandon in this one. So, Octavio, I feel like he, he's just too thin for me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I can't do, like, a bony ass, right? Like, I feel like he's got a bony ass. No matter how much he squats or anything like that, he, you know, he can get it in the gym, too. But the thing with Brandon is I feel like Brandon has such a hairy ass that he shaves it. So he's always got like a five o'clock shadow going on in his ass, right? But I think if that you were to go into this matchup with a lightsaber in your left hand or something like that, it would it would totally fit. You could have him do the, you know, the Wookiee noises and stuff like that. So give me too hot to handle to take down this matchup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Matchup number three of the Boner Jams 03, 2 and 5 headed to I shape my balls for this 3 and 4. Boner Jams 03 is favored by 10 points, 145 to 135 coming in this matchup. Who you got here? This one's tough because, like, you know Trey has the washboard abs. He's got mm -hmm. those broad shoulders, those, those pecs. Everything's, like, well-shaven, manicured, taken care of. But, like, at some point... There's probably too much muscle, right? There's probably a little bit too much. So I think mm -hmm. I got to go with Matt on this one. You know, we've always we've always been taught we were all raised on you know there's more cushion for the pushing or something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly how it goes, <laughs> but I think when when we think back to that and how we were all brought up, Matt fits all of it. So I'm going with the butter jams. Yep. In this matchup, the thing is, is that if I'm messing around with with some ass, right? I don't want to mess around with someone's ass who's telling me just like. Yeah, I have the best ass. Like, you should yeah. see how I got this ass, right? The entire time that you're messing around, it's just about how great his ass is and how much it's mm -hmm. better because I do two hours on the Peloton and I beat the person and all this kind of stuff and rate, you know, the top five in the world and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, the Bunder Jams 03 is just going to sit there and take it. He might talk a little dirty stuff, but it's to hype you up, not to put you down on here. Like, your own ass is not as competent as their ass. So, give me the Bunder Jams 03 to take down this matchup. Matchup number four, we got you, Tony Patriot, three and four, headed to the Pocket Dogs, three and four. Tony Patriot, you are favored by 27 points, 137 to 110. So in the ESPN, ESPN projections, it showed like 66 points. He had some guys out, so I plugged some of the guys in that he would fit and kind of average out what it would look like. So your favorite, I'm going to put set the line at 27 points. Who you got in this one? You can plug in whoever you want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right now. Right now, I'm carrying about an extra COVID-19 pounds worth of meat on me, and mm -hmm. most of that is in my ass. So I got Tony Patriot in this one. Yeah, I lived with you for a few months. Uh, I got I got to see you walking up and down those stairs, you know, <laughs> left and right, left cheek, right cheek, do it all to the beat. The Pocket Dogs was a Marine, right? Former Marine. You know, that's part of the Navy, and we all know how that goes, and it's all used and abused and all that kind of stuff. And I think you're a pretty straight guy, so I'm going to go with the untampered but it's just good for me and it's and it's brown it's not white i'm not into mm -hmm. white butts so yeah give me tony patriot to take this one this butt's a sanctuary <laughs> <laughs> uh, give, 
<laughs> matchup number five, we got Password is Taco four and three headed to myself, the Vinegar Strokes three and four. Password is Taco is currently favored by 19 points, 143 to 122. Who you got here, Tony? I imagine Clint, I know he's a little guy. I think he weighs about as much as Devontae Smith, and I imagine his butt is about the same size. So again, mm -hmm. you live with me for a while. I know what's going on back there. I got the Vinegar Strokes. Yeah, it's hard for me to fit into a toilet seat. You know, I used to party with Clint. He's probably, I don't know, he's taller than me. I feel like he's like 6'2 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of skinny at the time. He's, yep. He drinks a lot of beer now, so he's put on a little bit of poundage. But, yeah, it's definitely not in the backside. It's definitely in the nipples and nipples. Uh, on, on the backside of the tricep. It's just like that saggy weight that give me myself to take this one down. When it comes down to ass, I'll take anything down, especially when it comes to my own ass. In the premier matchup of the week, we have two six and one teams going at it. We have the Cops Lives Matter headed to the Milford Academy. Cops Lives Matter is currently a 17 point favorite. Projected to win 155 to 137. What do you got here? This is another this is another challenging one, right? This is like the Trey Matt matchup. I think it's very similar. A lot of parallels. Mm -hmm. Every time I see Chad, like he doesn't go to the gym anymore, but he gets in better and better shape. He's got a six pack, you know, everything's toned. So I, I feel like there's just too much. There's too much. It's too firm. I need something a little squishier. And I mm -hmm. think that's exactly what Terrence brings to the table here. And that's not a shot. Terrence, I like what you got going on. Give me the Milford Academy. This one was hard because now we're getting into asses and Chad's got a nice ass. But I swore that I would never go against the Milford Academy again. So I have to ride with Terrence's ass. I I haven't really gotten any good back shots or not back shots. That's terrible. That's talking about doggy style. But any any good photos? Um, I've searched the interwebs. I don't get any. I don't see any ass pics out there. Nothing like that. I haven't been around the guys, so I gotta wait till next spring for that. But. Yeah, give me the Milford Academy to take this one down. Moving into lock of the week. My lock of the week this week is going to be you, Tony Patriot, over the pocket dogs. We're going with the only brown ass that isn't full of bones. So <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm riding. You're my dulce de leche. So yes. that's, what it, that's what it is. Nice. I love it. Uh, I got to go with Too Hot to Handle. He's my Chantilly cake. He's my cakes. Taking Brandon. <laughs> there we go. All right. So to summarize that, we got me taking Tony Patriot and Tony Patriot taking too hot to handle for luck of the week. All right. This is what we all came here for. It's not a taco court party without a draft. And as you may be fully aware, you should be fully aware up to this point. This episode has been sponsored by Two Chains himself. Back in 2012, during a deployment, Two Chains dropped his most famous album with the song Birthday Song. Uh, where he says, she got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Skirt, skirt. Therefore, this week's draft will be top five NFL booties. We will snake draft five players with what we consider to be the best booties within the NFL and let the listeners decide on who has the best eye. I'm going to say eye because my right one is pretty much non-existent. And that's why we got rid of Wayne because Wayne, we can't have two one-eyed bandits and not be co-managers. And it just wasn't going to happen. So... With that being said, and it is my birthday here on a Friday, October 29th, I am drafting first. It is my podcast. You continue to add bangers of the week onto your podcast <laughs> and Champions League. And this is my segment. So I am going first. And I am going first because this is like any fantasy draft before Chris, anybody would think Christian McCaffrey would get hurt, right? Yeah. There's, there's a clear cut number one in the league. The one of one overall is... Sir Patrick Mahomes. 
He has the cakiest ass in the entire NFL. It's got jiggle. It's got this. It's it's just natural. It's not like all built up or nothing like that. But it is. It is like looking at two Christmas hams every single Sunday, Thursday, or Friday, Sun or Monday night. So give me Patrick Mahomes with the one on one. Are you pandering to the MKFFL guys? Because aren't they all Chiefs fans? <laughs> I feel like you are. They're all Chiefs fans, yeah. but when it comes to ass, I don't play around. Uh, before I make the pick. Uh here in the first round in the first pick of the second round i just have to comment like if you enjoyed my banger of the weeks on the champions league podcast you're gonna love my new segment on our next episode we're doing an emo band draft can you believe it god (laughs) son of a bitch all right uh so my first pick the only thing more memorable than mark sanchez's butt fumble a few years ago i think everybody remembers that when he was on the jets right Yep. was the butt that wrecked Mark and made him fumble the ball. That's Brandon Moore. Give me Brandon Moore's ass on my team. Yeah, that, that's a whole lot of ass. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> and then, yeah, my first pick here in the second round. I was going to leave this as like a sleeper pick for later, but I don't want to risk losing it the way Matt lost brand new. Mm-hmm. Was it brand new or My Chemical Romance? It was brand new, and then he yeah. stole okay. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Okay, that's right. So, yeah, the way you guys lost your picks. So I'm going to pick Jeff Driscoll. Not sure if you've seen pictures of him, but he yeah. has an absolute jumper. It's all <laughs> over Twitter. Like, he, it's bigger than Pat Mahomes. So I think you messed yeah. up with the first pick. No way. Jeff Driscoll's, Jeff Driscoll is white. I already <laughs> talked about that. I'm all about the Browns. And Patrick right. Mahomes is right in that, like, he's not yellow. He's not dark. He's not chocolate. Mm-hmm. He's right in the middle, right? So that's me. All right. So with my second pick, this one, I'm so glad that you didn't take it because when you look up pictures of this thing, it's it's immaculate. And the guy's been around forever. The guy can slam dunk also. So what's better than a fat ass that can slam dunk? Give me Jimmy Graham. Damn. Jimmy Graham, tight end. That one. thing is, I mean, it is like one and a half Mahomes. That's what I, it, it is. It's, like, honestly, he's got two old man golf balls going there. But it's a good one. That's a good pick. It's massive. I said I'm not a big fan of chocolate cake, but you have to make exceptions when you're coming down to the best booties in the NFL. And I don't know if you've ever seen the ESPN body issues, but this is where I prim- primarily did a lot of my research because you're getting good pictures of the ass without the pads, without all that extra shit, right? No tailbone pad or anything like that. Fred Flintstone can't bowl a ball this big. And that's each single cheek. So this one goes out to the local Denver Bronco, Vaughn Miller. The guy's got, what is one of those bouncy ball things that have the little handle that kids jump around, you know, down the street, Peter Rabbiting. Yeah, whatever that is, he's got two of those on his, right below his back. So Vaughn Miller is my second pick. The biggest issue with the Sports Illustrated, like, or is the ESPN body issue, mm-hmm. is that like they don't show everybody, and the the people they do show, like that stuff's photoshopped, like it's airbrushed, like it's cleaned up. And the one disadvantage for guys like this, my next pick, is that they're never gonna make it, so you're never gonna see it. But I've gone behind the scenes, I've done a little PI work, and I can tell you that while this dude might have like the golf ball thing going on. Mm-hmm. It's like four cheeks. So, you know, my pick is Andy Reid. He played offensive line. <laughs> you can't tell me there's a bigger one in the NFL. I feel like Andy Reid has like extended back. Like it's just yeah. straight flat. It's a it's a flat back thing or whatever like that. But that, that one's good. That one's good. Yeah. And then for <laughs> my next pick, he's a Hall of Famer. That's Jerome Bettis. And a little known fact, Jerome was nicknamed the bus because of his rare end size. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You didn't know that. That's pretty good. 
right, I'm going to go with the California native with my next pick. Uh, I didn't expect to see this one. And then I saw a TikTok of this guy and I sent it to Terrence and he is playing football in the house, but it's walking only football, mm-hmm. right? This guy is a quarterback who could be a top 10 quarterback for the rest of the year, depending on how things go with uh, one of his best pass catchers. And that is Derek Carr. Derek Carr has cheeks and you know that they're not solid, right? Because he's a quarterback. Like they don't do all that kind of stuff to, you know, have the biggest muscular ass or anything like that. So he's got some padding there. He, he understands how difficult it is to deal with a really hard ass because when your hands are under a center, you don't want it to be a rock that you're going against, right? You want a little cushion. You want to be able to get your fingers to slide into some skin and, you know, get in between those crevices. Now I have one more pick left and I have a lot of guys and I'm surprised that we haven't, we haven't doubled up on any. I don't know if you had any other than maybe Jimmy Graham, but I think with my next one, this was another surprising one and I'm not really into white people at all and definitely not white butts, but Carson Wentz, man. There's something about it, I, him running around the entire mm-hmm. time, you know, for his life or something like that. He's getting those good steps in, yeah. right? Having to having to high knee it out, right? So you're getting that good extension of the glute there as well. But Carson Wentz has some cakes on him too. You could probably fit at least 63 candles on that thing. It's mm-hmm. it's wild, but yeah, he's he's got he's got an ass too. So Carson Wentz with my final pick. That's not bad. You ended it with two quarterbacks. Yeah, not something you'd expect coming into this draft. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to end it with the quarterback, the last overall Ooh. pick. Yeah, and uh, you, you kind of mentioned like the quarterbacks. You know, they have a little extra cushion because they're not they're not out there squatting like six hundred pounds. They do a little, you know, they do some work throwing the ball. They work out their shoulders, you know, the rotator cuff stuff like that. This guy mm-hmm. has done that. He's played tight end, so you know he has some of the muscle. He has some of the cushion. He's also played minor league baseball and some baseball players like they got it going on. Mm-hmm. This guy has it going on. That's Tim Tebow. Everybody knows it. You know it. I know it. It's massive. He's my last pick. Let's do it. That is the biggest pandering move to salvage a draft that I've ever seen. Because if you vote against Tim Tebow, you're going to hell. Straight that's, to hell. That's, a fact. that's just a freaking fact. Oh, I didn't even think of this. Oh, this. Oh, this is like Matt picking Coldplay and Modest Mouse and Emo Man. Band Not even Emo but, Bands, Matt. But having My Chemical Romance and, you know, taking them straight to the top. Jesus Christ. So that's it for our top five NFL booties for this podcast here in this week's draft. We will end up posting a poll out on our Twitter and probably my public my personal Facebook page at Nate Molinay. Looking to get some graphic out there as well so that everybody can understand who the hell we're talking about and what these things look like. I'm glad that you could join me for so much cake today, Tony. It's been fun. I've had a blast. Short, sweet, to the point. You know, you don't want to sit there and eat cake really slow. You just get in there, you dive into it, you get it all over your face, and then you deal with the aftermath after. That's right. So that I don't know if that's a euphemism or anything like that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. And and don't worry about looking up the pictures. I've already done the research. I will send you pictures of my guys' asses. I got those. <laughs> yeah, half of my guys are naked. Um, <laughs> it's somewhere on the internet. So 
I might end up looking up, you know, Patrick Mahomes parody videos or something like that to see if I can find some of those. Be sure to check out Tony's podcast, the 58 West King podcast out there. You can find that on the same outlet that you're listening to this one on. It's linked down in the show notes for you. And then go ahead and follow him on Twitter at 58WKingPodcast. Go ahead and check out uh, Champions Dynasty League as well. But that is also linked down below. You can check out that Twitter. We took four really competitive teams, the top three teams in those since the inception, and created a dynasty. We're in week two, halfway through the season. It's pretty interesting. It's getting good. Tony, you just gave out midseason awards. What was your favorite award to give out? The favorite award that I wanted to give out, but I didn't, was the hypothetical Alec Baldwin Locked and Loaded Award. Yeah, I was definitely glad you retracted that as it was going on and just said, hey, if this were going to be an award, because it's probably too soon. Yeah, I think you handled that really well. It's a good thing that you didn't, you know, name it that or anything like that. You don't want anybody to think anything negative of your great podcast hosting. So we're not those kind of people. It's a family show. Yeah, it's definitely a family show. You bleep out everything. That was pretty good, though. So, all right. So for Tony, I am Nate. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. See ya. Banger of the Week. Banger of the Week takes us back to 2011. And this is a very special song revolved around birthdays and revolved around birthday cakes. Uh, It is a song that isn't about the person's birthday. And maybe if Christian McCaffrey would come back and play fantasy football and lead my team to prominence, I may sing this to Christian McCaffrey. Today is my birthday, but when the next time I see him on the field, I'll be like, yo, it's not even my birthday but I know you want to put the icing on me. Who knows? Maybe one day someone will sing it to me when it's my birthday and they're like, hey, it's not even my birthday. Anyways, you know what song it is. It is Rihanna. It is Birthday Cake. I'm gonna make you my bitch